I want to make a declaration to start off. And that declaration is, we, we are in a new season, yes, but I tell you what, we're in a new era. We are in a new era. And from this hill, Notting Hill, I want to proclaim that all of us, we're part of the new era. You're part of something new and something fresh. Hallelujah. You're part of an army, David's army. Hallelujah. You're part of something that has never been seen before. Isn't that wonderful? Oh my gosh. This evening, my message is called, um, I think it's called the silver bullet of forgiveness. And so I've got three bullets for you. (laughs) Hallelujah. The bullet of obedience, the bullet of discernment, which sees deception and the bullet of forgiveness. And that's the master key tonight. I want to let you know that God's word, it is quick. It is active. It does something to us. Do you love Jesus? Hallelujah. This crowd loves Jesus. I said, do you love Jesus? Oh my gosh, I love Jesus more than anything. He's better than candy. He's better than than rum cake. I love rum cake, but he's better than rum cake. And I decree tonight, the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, a discerner of our hearts, our thoughts, our intention in the name of Jesus. What is obedience? Let me tell you simply, Lighthouse, you heard this this morning and when you hear something a second time, it means you never heard it properly the first time. So just to say to my listeners out there, those of you who may have seen me this morning, I cannot apologise, you just probably didn't hear it right the first time. Obedience is simply doing exactly what God instructs you to do. Some of you should write it down. It will require discipline. It will require focus, tunnel vision. It will require total determination. It requires grit. Pastor Mark and Pastor Kathy, who has come to this place, they haven't just come because Elam sent them here. They've come because God sent them here. Come on. Let's get with the program. Obedience is the only thing, church, that we as human beings are required to do. Did you know that? It's the only thing God has asked us to do. Somebody say, I must obey. obey. Say it one more time. Say it like you mean it. I must obey. Hallelujah. Over 25 years of doing this kind of thing, I realised that when I pay attention to what God has said, I do well. Young people, pay attention when God is speaking through your parents. I ain't going to get no amens, but young people, pay attention when God is speaking to you through your parents. Why? Because they've been there. They've done that. Parents should be happy and clapping, but I ain't getting much claps out there. But let's, let's go on. Let's move on. Jeremiah 17 and verses 9 to 10 says, The heart, the heart is deceitful above all things, desperately wicked. Who can know it? 
I, the Lord, search the heart. God is searching our hearts tonight. And I test the mind even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doing. Our heart is like a building. Our heart has many rooms. In some rooms in our heart, you go in there night and day, you say, you, you invite people in. Why? There's no pain. There's no pain in that room. So you talk about the memories. You talk about what happened. But unfortunately for some of us and many of us, all of us in fact, there are some rooms, church, and those of you who don't know Jesus tonight that are tightly shut up. The key has locked it and it's thrown away. You don't even know how to get in there. What's behind that, the doors of that, that room? It's hurt and pain. But tonight, the Lord told me there's going to be healing. Amen. Emotional healing. That's what he said to me tonight. And whether that's in here or on Zoom, welcome to you guys on Zoom and welcome to everyone that's here for the first time. Listen, if you want to be healed tonight, all you've got to do is obey God. Amen. Some of those rooms are trauma, rejection, betrayal, abuse, disloyalty, divorce, accidents. And I'm sure there's much more in here tonight. God wants to heal and he wants to deliver you. Amen. And that's worldwide. God wants us healed. He wants us delivered. How do hurt and pain get into our heart? Our mistakes, our parents' mistakes, our partners' mistakes, our friends' mistakes, our bosses' mistakes, our family mistakes. Ultimately, the devil wants to kill us. That's the reality. He comes to kill. He comes to steal. He comes to destroy. It's like, you know, many times Christians don't really realize that all the, de the devil is on a 24-7 mission to kill us. Did you know that? But Jesus came so that we might have what? Life. Everybody say life. life. And life more abundantly. Jesus came so that we would be free. Listen, tonight, if you're bound, Jesus wants to set you free. Amen. Tonight, if you are free, he wants you free. I want to be freer than I am right now. Hallelujah. If I'm freer, I'm going to be flying, right? Unresolved issues of the heart. He wants to heal them tonight. I started with Jeremiah and it said there, the heart is deceitful above all things. Our heart, when we want things that does not obey God, will try to deceive us. That's why it's important to read the scriptures, to know the word. Even when I'm preaching here, you check out what I'm saying in the word. Amen. Check what I'm saying. Be a Berean. Bereans, they listened to what Paul was saying. Then they went to check what Paul said. Amen. Deception is a death trap to keep us in a maze of hurt and pain and lies. But I keep prophesying it tonight. God wants to heal and deliver you. Amen. The enemy tells you, some of you in here, you're lonely. Why don't you go and, you know, have, you know, stay with that, 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 that bloke or that woman. She's not saved, but stay with her. It's going to be all right. She's going to get saved. No, she's not. She's not going to get saved. 
and you're not the one to get her saved. If she's to be saved, a woman will come along and get her saved. Come on, let's not, let's not play games with God, amen? Oh, I ain't going to get much amens out there. But anyway, I'm trying to help you tonight. I'm trying to help you. Trying to help you. Trying to help you. This thing is, when, when hurt is in our heart and we cover it over, what happens is as the years go on, what happens is because we're hurt, we begin to hurt other people. Did you know that? Have you ever heard the phrase, hurting people hurt people? Have you heard that phrase? Yeah, hurting people hurt people. Some people's heart has been so locked up, there's very little space for the Holy Spirit to actually live inside there. If we close the doors and hold ourselves together, you know what happens? The hurt seeps out. Did you know that? And most times they don't say and we don't tell people, you know what, you've got no clothes on. You ever ever heard the emperor's got no clothes on? Anybody ever seen that story, anyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't say that because we're nice Christians, isn't it? We just, like, in our heads, say the emperor's got no clothes on. You know, sometimes there can be so much hidden pain, trauma, anger, resentment that we become less like God's people and more looking like the father of lies. But that's not us here tonight, amen? Hallelujah. I want to ask you, what trajectory are you on tonight? I always ask questions in my message or in the word that God gives you. Do you look more like Jesus or do you look more like the father of lies? Which one? Oh, my Lord, have mercy. (laughs) Hallelujah. Prophetically. Hallelujah. I love the young people. That's right. You look more like Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen, someone, as I was doing this message, the Lord said to me to pray for someone suffering from depression. So if that's you, I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, I just lift off the heavy cloud of depression on that person that's suffering right now and is suffering in silence. I just break the spirit of depression and in the name of Jesus, I rebuke the spirit of heaviness right now and I release a garment of praise over you in the name of Jesus Christ by the power of the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. In London right now, I see, I I work with young people and I see a lot of mess. I work with, I I see families and I see a lot of mess. There's there's just so much stuff seeping out of people's lives. And and I realise that many of these people, the reason why they're not healed, why they're not set free, it's because of forgiveness. A lack of it. In Matthew chapter 6, do you remember the Our Father prayer? It says there that forgive us our trespasses as we what? As we forgive those who what? Trespass against us. And further down in Matthew 6, it says, For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. The silver bullet tonight for your deliverance is forgiveness. You need to bite that and go for it. Just make up your mind that, you know what, I'm going to forgive. To receive forgiveness... From God, you must be able to forgive, okay? 
to actually receive it. We've all received forgiveness, every single one of us. The very mere fact we're breathing in now, God has forgiven us. Even the people that don't know Jesus yet, he's forgiven them. And he's waiting for them to receive his forgiveness. And, you know, I've got written down here, put put another way, we must receive forgiveness that we can forgive that we can give forgiveness. We must receive forgiveness so we can give forgiveness. You know, the the funny thing is, is that there's a story of the unforgiving servant. And I'm coming to an end right now. And this servant, guess what he did? He received, he he owed money. And he, the, 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 the guy forgave him. It's in Matthew 18, if you look it up. Matthew 18, around about 23 to 35. Can't preach the whole thing. He, for, he received forgiveness, but guess what? When, some, when he met somebody that owed him money, he didn't forgive. And guess what happened to him? The Bible says he was turned over to the tormentors. What am I saying? When we don't forgive, inside us, we have tormenting thoughts, spirits, and we can't really move on. And then even when we're operating, we're not really operating right. Listen, I realised my mother passed away just recently, give you a testimony of myself. And as I was talking to people, I noticed that some of the people were saying that I was being sharp, I was being um, um, lemony, I was being, um, what's the word? I was being just horrible. And guess what? I had to go to God and I had to say, God, is something wrong? And he goes, yeah, you're grieving and you're angry. God wants us to go to him yeah. and say, sort me out. Do you want to be sorted out tonight? Do you want to be sorted out? All God requires of you is your obedience. All he requires of you is that you say, you know what? I do need to forgive and I'm willing. All he requires of you is to say, you know what? I recognise that somehow I'm in sin and I just need to, I need to change. There's a girl called Hannah. And she's on a fast track trajectory to, in drugs, suicide. Her life had been ruined by years of cruel, painful sexual abuse in her family. But guess what? She bit the silver bullet of forgiveness. She allowed the key of forgiveness to unlock her heart. And then we prayed and she was changed forever. Amen? Amen? Yeah. Let's stand. If you've never given your life to Jesus, just play something nice that's going to bring in the Holy Ghost more. If you've never given your life to Jesus, my challenge to you tonight is, can you let God forgive you? If you've slid back from Jesus, can you let the Lord draw you and slide you forward.